0: I've got two long walks. I've got an even longer walk than you have, I bet. No, you haven't. No, mm. you definitely haven't. Nope. And welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great moments from history and pitch them against each other. He's Jake Yap. Yeah, I'm Nat Tapley, and together we have gone through
1: the library of history and pulled down two possibly unimpressive-looking books off the shelves, and are going to hit each other around the head and shoulders with them for your
0: entertainment. And when they call the police, we're going to say it's art. Yes. And hey, it's all new this week. If you didn't hear yesterday's episode, mm. well, we've got some thrilling news for you. Uh, we've got a new voting system, which means that. You, the person, uh, get to take part in the democratic process of deciding which of us wins each day's date fight.
1: I am not convinced by this democratic voting system, I have to say, given that the first woman ever elected to the United States Senate is currently losing to a thing that's a bit like the English heritage. <laughs> Is that true? I think trusting the public is a terrible idea.
0: Well, we knew that from every election there's been in the last five years.
1: Have well, we fallen prey to uh, populism? I hope so. <laughs> That's all I wanted out of this. It is.
0: Uh, it's a direct analog. When you're voting me or that, you are either voting for yeah uh, expertise, in-depth, well-researched, factual knowledge <laughs> versus shouty bluster <laughs> or chaos with Ed Miliband. Round
1: one. I'm going to take you back to the 13th of January, 1547, when Henry Howard, the Earl of Surrey, was sentenced to death for treason. So what? It happens. The 1500s. Everyone got sentenced to death. Everyone had heads (laughs) chopped off. Why do I care about this bloke? Well, let me tell you. Henry Howard, the other, sorry, was the first person to invent the sonnet form in English.
0: You're all about the inventors of verse, like madrigals we had the other day. Yeah, this guy, well, he translated
1: Petrarch's sonnets and went, hey, sonnets are good, let's do sonnets. No one had done English sonnets before, but that's not why he had his head chopped off.
0: I would chop his head off for that, to be honest with you, because I've got a big (laughs) problem with sonnets. Iambic pentameter is rubbish. (laughs) You don't have to do them in iambic pentameter. It's completely unmusical. You don't
1: have to do sonnets in iambic pentameter. It just has to be 14 lines long. Oh, really? Yeah, you can do, like, really short ones. It's like, Jake in a lake is going to make and bake a cake. That's five of them. There we go. They don't even have to have any metre or rhythm, apparently. I'm going to stop talking. Right, so he was the cousin of Anne Boleyn and the cousin of Catherine Howard. He was brought up at Windsor Castle with Henry Fitzroy, who was the Ill- illegitimate son of Henry VIII. Oh. Um, And he was repeatedly imprisoned for rash behaviour, such as wandering through London late at night, smashing the windows of people who were asleep.
0: Well, that's not very nice, is it?
1: No, he wasn't very nice. He's a very angry, very rich young man. Um, He hated the new men at court, like Thomas Cromwell and the Seymours. Um, His father said, These new erected men would, by their wills, leave no nobleman a life. They hated the new rich. Wow. So Henry Howard, because he hated them so much... He had his family coat of arms redrawn to show that he was also descended from Edward the Confessor. The problem was, because Henry VIII was a bit paranoid, if you redo your coat of arms to show that you're descended from a king, he gets very, very paranoid (laughs) and he cuts your head off. Oh. That's what happened. Not only did he cut his head off, he sentenced his father to death as well because they also had the same coat of arms. Wow. Both sentenced to death on the 30th of January... Uh, Henry Howard was killed, executed on the 19th of January, but the father survived because Henry VIII died the day before he was meant to be executed and he got let off.
0: These people who get let off at the last minute like that.
1: I know, him and Thomas Paine. Yeah. I love her I love getting let off at the last moment story. Oh, from a, a last minute let off. Anyway, so that's Henry Howard, Earl of Surrey, sentenced to death for treason and invented sonnets. All right, I'm going to take you
0: on a long walk. Mm. Because it's the 13th of January... Yes. Year of our Lord 1879. Oh. And in Mozart Gardens in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. a woman called Ada Anderson completes a great yeah. feat of pedestrianism. Pedestrianism,
1: <laughs> yes. I.e.,
0: walking about. Yeah. In fact, she does two thousand seven hundred quarter miles.
1: So about five hundred miles.
0: Six six hundred yeah, seventy-five or yeah. something. I don't know. Uh, In 2,700 quarter hours Okay, so
1: uh, (laughs) Why do we measure everything in quarter miles and quarter hours?
0: Because everything was measured in quarter of an hour increments She had a quarter of an hour in which to do a quarter of a mile Okay She earned $8,000 for that which in today's money is like $8,450. dollars <laughs> $8, <900. It's> <laughs> Anyway, she was an extraordinary woman. Uh, she grew up in England and she wanted yep. to become a sort of a theatre person, a theatre performer, and was having absolutely no luck at all. Mm. And, she and her husband became managers of a theatre in Cardiff and then her husband died and she was bankrupt and it was a mess. Then she met a new guy the same year her husband died, incidentally, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. at an event in Cardiff and this guy was a champion race walker because <laughs> that definitely <laughs> uh, exists
1: and you should definitely believe someone you meet in cardiff who tells you you that.
0: can absolutely see those little wiggly buttocks right, i'll tell you what but i'm a champion race walker <laughs> anyway she got trained by him and he he had two specialisms this guy william gale <laughs> two pedestrianism and sleep yeah. deprivation <laughs> <laughs> now do, remind me do i swipe left or right i can't remember Anyway, she trained for six weeks. You know my secret to walking much longer than anyone else? Go on. I don't sleep. (laughs) Well... I can't sleep. Genuinely. just go on. You you jest. She made her debut in 1877. And this was with this guy. So all in the same year, Mm -hmm. she walked 1,000 half miles, i.e., as the Proclaimers once sang, 500 miles, Mm -hmm. in... 500 hours or 1,000 half hours.
1: 1,000 half hours, yeah. And she got no more than... Or 2,000 quarter hours. Yeah,
0: well, she got no more than 20 minutes of rest in any one time during the entire three-week trek. It was bonkers. That's absurd. It rained hard. She had to have an umbrella and a lamp. Did she
1: go on to commit a lot of murders? Uh,
0: no, no, she didn't, as far as we know. But she she certainly showed a lot of signs of someone who'd had uh, quite a lot of sleep deprivation. Mm
1: their brain broke so in. then she
0: did she was like yeah. never mind that for a game of soldiers uh i'm gonna start doing this indoors so she did a 100 miles walk in 28 hours in plymouth uh but because it was indoors it was all gas lamps and everyone was smoking cigars and she couldn't breathe and she kept falling down unconscious <laughs> so then she said, right i'm i'm never gonna take on another event that i can't finish and then Uh, They Mm. sailed the next year. They sailed uh, in the steamship Ethiopia across the Atlantic to try and break America. So now she's got uh, a manager, a guy called Webb. And the plan is we're going to do this 2,700 quarter miles. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do it in uh, Gilmore's Garden which later became Madison Square Garden but they wouldn't let you do it uh, mm. because the manager said uh, the woman will never accomplish the feat and nor can any woman. I'm trying to do that American theatrical <laughs> I can tell. I voice it that much. they was doing history things from America. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. Uh, and there was this tiny little track it just went round and round and round and round and it was only something like 58 metres in circumference so she had, to, she had to walk seven laps to do mm. each quarter of a mile. They put a tent up Yep. For her to go to the Lalipo Inn, and it also had a bed and a little <laughs> makeshift kitchen.
1: Don't put the kitchen in the same tent as the loo. You should eat. You should eat where you. You should. No, <clears throat> we can't. Maybe where other people. She's a meat eater. Okay. She should do it in a separate place. if evolution taught us anything is that the deer will smell your feces and run away no you've got to poo somewhere else
0: anyway there was this guy uh daniel o'leary who is the champion u.s pedestrian who said i would not i would not attempt it yeah because it's the sleep deprivation it's not the distance it's the lack of sleep yeah so she she sets off and she starts doing it and She's done five sixths of it, and they start raising the admission price. Uh, It was 25 cents to get in a watch uh, at first, and then they raised it to 50 cents. But by the final day, it was a dollar for standing and two dollars for seating. 4,000 people a day were coming to see this woman walk around a ring. (laughs) (laughs) It
1: started on the 16th of December. Well, I mean, if if, if there's a chance that she's going to go completely mad halfway through, it probably is worth a dollar.
0: Yes. She finished on this day and the place was packed. They had to get the police in to manage the crowds. And a lot of the spectators were women who uh, they they thought this woman, Anderson, was, quote, the most wonderful of their sex. I mean, that's saying a lot. Yeah. So in the whole 28 days of this, at no point did she ever have more than nine minutes of sleep. Wow. 55 miles in, uh, she took a little breather and played the piano. <laughs> and she sang Verdi's back to our mountains during her rest period and she became known as this and basically finally all of her childhood ambitions to be a performer were realized it's just that she had to keep walking while she did it <laughs> and she was having a great time and uh, she would entertain the crowd if, if she saw a member of the crowd that was asleep she had a bit of coal in her pocket and she'd take it out and mark their faces with it and everyone would be like this is hilarious and there were big uh, bets put on it and it, there were reports of people trying to like make her pass Lots. out with chloroform as she walked by uh. because they had a bet on her not completing it and stuff. And then uh, the final quarter of a mile she did, she did it in 2 minutes 37 seconds. It was the fastest of the whole 2,700 and the receipts were 32,000 of which she got 8,000. Not bad. She said the worst thing was the blisters. Uh, she couldn't sleep because of the blisters. And she had this coach, a guy called... Well, she
1: it was just as well she couldn't sleep. She wasn't meant to be sleeping. Well, the very, blisters helped her.
0: Very true. The blisters did help her. Uh, she had this coach, a guy called Mike Henry, and he walked with her for a lot of it. Uh, but he he couldn't handle it at all. Like, he, like, he, just, he was too tired. <laughs> couldn't do it at all. Then one of the race judges had to join in helping her. And she ate pretty much every time she rested, mm. unless she was sleeping. And she ate beef, oysters, corn... But God, that tent... The state of it Corned beef Potatoes Cakes and grapes And she drank Beef tea Oh man Beef tea Port wine And occasionally champagne This is what
1: I'm saying About needing a separate tent Like if you're preparing Yeah Raw shellfish Yeah In the same place as you're You know Devoiding yourself <laughs> Of raw shellfish There needs to be Some yeah. element of separation
0: <laughs> Yeah She ate Limpets <laughs> Barnacles Kelp uh, Yeah anything she could pick off the underside of a boat but it was a very contentious thing that she was doing because in those days walking on a sunday walking on a sunday (laughs) a woman a woman
1: walking on a sunday well thank goodness she did it and she paved the way for all of us to be able to walk on sundays
0: yeah absolutely but a lot of newspapers were saying look at this hussy walking on a sunday disgusting
1: Walk of Shame continues But indeed
0: sir, she did complete the task Curtain. Thanks for telling me You're welcome, now do the birthdays While walking
1: <laughs> Happy, birthday. Happy birthday to Cabu The staff cartoonist at Charlie Hebdo Who was killed in the attack on Charlie Hebdo Five years ago Happy birthday, also to Julia Louis Dreyfus, who was in Veep, uh, Seinfeld, and she's it, it, just good. Watch the comedies with her, and she's a funny lady. Happy birthday too, to Shonda Rhimes, the showrunner of Grey's Anatomy, House of With Murder, Scandal, and lots of programs which we don't really get in this country. Happy birthday oh, to Remigius, Saint Remigius, who baptized Clovis. If it weren't for him, he led all of the French to becoming Christian. If only he could have led them to becoming civilised. Also, happy death day to Hubert Humphrey, American pharmacist, academic and politician, it says on Wikipedia. He's also the 38th Vice President of the United States, which is worth bearing in mind if you care about Hubert Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey! Happy Death Day to Wyatt Earp. Now, Wyatt Earp, everyone thinks of as being from the Old West. So, because he was involved in the gunfight at the OK Corral. But Wyatt Earp was alive until... Do you want to guess, Jake, when he was alive until...? 1880! 1929! No way! Like, there were cars driving around. There was Hitler around. Not in power yet. There was Mussolini was in charge in Italy already. Like, he was around till my gran was alive in 1929. She's alive now. That's berserk! Yeah, so... White Up wasn't quite as long ago as everyone thinks. Happy Death Day to him. Round
0: two. Well, for round two, I've got a long walk. Something fresh. (laughs) Something new and different. (laughs) You've really gone all in on walks today. Yeah, I have. Uh, Well, you've been all all in on sonnets and madrigals. What the hell? Yeah. So, I'm taking you back to the 13th of January, 1842. Oh, 1842.
1: That's an interesting year, yeah. I'm aware of what happened Oh,
0: okay. Was this your second offering? Yes, my second
1: burnt offering is... uh, Interesting. Dr William Bryden on his horse. He wasn't walking. He
0: was on a horse. He's on a horse. Yeah, it was the horse, really, that that did it. Yeah. So the sort of... The the, the, the movie pitch is he was the sole survivor of an entire army, but he wasn't really.
1: No. No. He's... (laughs) So... He arrived in Jalalabad. That's the exciting thing he did that no one else managed to do, of the 12,000 people who were meant to be getting there. Um, so in January 1842, the British retreated from Kabul. We say the British. It wasn't really the British. It's the East India Company. And we keep defining him as... In this whole story, he's pitched like he's some sort of soldier who's the last one to come back. He's not. He's employed by the East India Company. He's not in the British Army at all. Ah. So anyway, they... Eastern League Company retreat from Kabul after two of the representatives were killed with 4,500 men and 12,000 civilians all to retreat to Jalalabad. Major General William Elphiston on the 6th of January retreated from Kabul to go back to Jalalabad. Um, but they were attacked by what the internet calls tribesmen. I think there are probably yeah. better ways of describing these people than tribes. I don't think tribesmen is ever a good word to use.
0: No. They were called either the... Gilji, Gilzai or Gazai. There you. Go. And this was a confederacy of Pashtun tribes. Mm. And they attacked them at Gandamar.
1: I like the fact that they said they weren't going to
0: attack the. uh Let's call them British for yeah, 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 now. Then... No, 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 no. mate. Fine. No, 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 no. No way, no way. That is not. Listen, I'm. That is not who I am. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I'm about respect. You know I, mean? I? will never attack you there. There's women's and children's there. I will never attack you there, brother. But they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair play, fair play, yeah, fair play.
1: <laughs> Leading to one Captain Souter literally wrapping yes. himself in the flag because yeah. he was so upset. Yeah. It was like a comfort prisoner. blanket.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Literally yeah, yeah.
1: wrapping himself in the flag. No. I'm like, that's not going to help. No. If all the time you'd take spent wrapping yourself up <laughs> as a flag present, you'd spent fighting off Afghans.
0: Well, my favourite part yeah. of this was... So the th- then now. then there were 12... Uh, something like that, and they carried on.
1: Yes, twelve, twelve of them sort of got away. They weren't, didn't really get away. They were, just, they'd already got lost, Brilliant. so they weren't with the rest of them.
0: Ineptitude will always prevail, and so one by one they dropped down dead as their horses became exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, finally, they saw uh, the British troops in Jalalabad were like, "Oi, Gary, Gary, what's that? What's that? What's that on the?" What's that? Right? Looks like a bloke. He looks like a single figure on a very, no, very, very tired horse. It only
1: does. It only does look like a single figure on a very tired horse. Hold up! Hold up!
0: Hold up! What's
1: going what? on with his He's head? Like his, half of his skull's been blown off, like sheared off with a with yeah, a, it
0: looks like some sort of a knife, yeah, an Afghan sword or something like that. Oh, yeah. would, if you if that was going to happen yeah. to you, what would you put in your hat to protect your head? I put Blackwood's magazine into my hat. I would
1: too. Blackwood's make that's what they should. The advert for Blackwood's magazine should have been <laughs> best
0: for severed heads. <laughs>
1: Is an Afghan trying to sever your head? Blackwoods Magazine has a
0: 100% success rate
1: from those who reported back to us.
0: If your skull's about to be clipped off like a boiled egg. (laughs) 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 Saved his life, apparently.
1: Blackwoods Magazine. I assume 100 years ago this was taught as a very heroic story about one man surviving whilst 16,500 Yeah, But now it just sounds...
0: What what was it about? Oh, he was trying to make an absolute boat tonne of money.
1: Yeah, he's trying to get opium from somewhere to go and force on the Chinese. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Sorry it didn't work out for you, Dr. William Bride. I,
0: I do feel for the horses. The horse, he put in a stable, and the next day it just dropped down dead. It was like, I can't, I cannot. Oh, I didn't know I that. cannot, <laughs> the I horses cannot take anymore. Down. And there was apparently a Greek merchant who made it back, uh, whose oh, really? name was Mr. Banus. Oh. Uh, and Mr. Banus, uh, sadly, his Banus... <laughs> did not survive. Uh, he lived for one day.
1: So William Bryden isn't even the only one who came back. We no. made this myth about someone. No.
0: Yeah. No. Not not at all. Um, there were about 115 British officers, soldiers, and wives and children who got captured and taken as hostages. Yeah. And after that, were released, and that included Lady Sale, mm. uh, wife of wife of Sir Robert Sale. How much did she get ransomed for? Do we know? Well, there was a sale on fifty percent <laughs> off the top of her head. <laughs> if you if you was going to knock fifty percent off, Lady Sale, what would it cost? Or oh, I don't know, fifty percent off the top of me head. Right, you are. <laughs> What's that magazine? Anyway,
1: well, Larry, well, that's well. We can't compete on that then. Don't yes. fight about that on the internet yeah, yeah, yeah. because we've agreed. Yes. That was well, important. but
0: so despite
1: really, really, ringing that it wasn't very important, but we both thought it was the funniest thing to talk about.
0: A guy getting his skull clipped off. I mean, who are we? Yeah.
1: And protecting it with a magazine.
0: We've turned into monsters. <laughs> like we don't care. We've commodified human suffering. That's the uh, end. With that in mind, why don't you join in? <laughs> you can vote on who you feel won today's round. <laughs> With skull clipping and everything. Yes. Uh, by going online. If you're on the Twitter business, it's at date underscore fight. Yes, they go. Facebook, the
1: poll runs on Facebook as well. So actually, you might think you're winning on Twitter, but Facebook,
0: I think you'll find that's find more impressive results me. Yeah, you spend more time on Facebook than me, I think. I need to get back on Facebook <laughs> 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 anyway yes you get to vote each day there's a vote so come back tomorrow and you can vote again uh, for tomorrow on tomorrow's round and we will announce the winner on Sunday yes can't wait to do it yes until then see you thanks very much for listening bye. hope you've enjoyed it do subscribe do share uh, do tell your friends oh yes, tell it your does friend. make a massive difference yeah. yeah do all of that and we will see you tomorrow take you care tomorrow. bye bye